0: MLS 2022 season just days away. I'm Mike Guyomi, your host sons of a pitch Soccer Central. This is our 2022 MLS season preview. Let's get right into it after the intro. <laughs> Are you ready for MLS season? I am, I can't freaking wait. It seems like it's been so long, even though it's been one of the shortest off seasons out there. Guys, on this episode, I'm gonna predict all of the major awards for this upcoming 2022 season. US Open Cup predictions, Canadian Championship predictions, and make sure you stay tuned all the way to the end to see who I project to make the playoffs. In each conference, I'm gonna run through that playoff bracket And give you my MLS Cup champion for this season. Alright guys, make sure you hit that like button down below. Hit that subscribe button as well. If you're new here, you're going to love the soccer content. All things MLS. All things CONCACAF. Right here on SOP Soccer. Let's get right into the business. Starting out with the newcomers. What an offseason it was. My goodness. Lots of big time signings in MLS. None bigger than Lorenzo Insigne, going to Toronto FC as a free agent, ended his career with Napoli, and has signed a pre-contract to join Toronto FC in the summer. He's going to try and finish out that Scudetto race with Napoli. Some of the other big names, like you can see here on the uh, on the graphic in front of me, Tiago Almada, coming over to Atlanta United from Argentina, he is Probably, I believe it's breaking the record for the largest transfer fee in MLS history. Atlanta did it with Barco. They did it with Pity Martinez. They just keep setting that record, and they're doing it again with Tiago Almada. Now, hopefully, he ends up more like Miguel Almiron and less like Ezekiel Barco, who just left. Uh, another big name here on the uh, the graphic, Sheridan Shakiri to the Chicago Fire from Lyon some questions around Shakiri is he is he going to be able to put up big time numbers in MLS this is a guy who does much better for his national team playing for the Swiss than he does for his club teams. He was with Lyon, came over to Chicago around a $10 million transfer fee. And uh, hopefully it's a World Cup year. So I'm thinking he's going to have a hell of a season. Um, but then after that, I don't know. Now we'll see what that means for the Chicago Fire. But some other big names on this list that are not included in the graphic here. Facundo Torres from Penarol, coming over to Orlando City. This kid looks really special. Could be a very, very special player. I'm excited to watch him play. And can he help Orlando City, especially with the struggles that that team has had uh, over, uh, you know, losing Nani, losing Daryl DK, losing Chris Mueller. This team's attack is completely different. Can Facundo Torres link up well with Alexander Pato and, uh, and do the business for Orlando City? We'll see. Another big name coming over, Douglas Costa to the LA Galaxy. Douglas Costa, a Juventus product. Uh, He is still currently technically on the Juventus roster. Uh, He was loaned out to Gremio. He's now being loaned to LA Galaxy until that transfer gets done. Uh, But he is in the the building. He's going to start the season with the Galaxy. Douglas Costa has not... Played very well over the last couple of seasons in the Brazilian Serie A and whatnot. So we'll be, this is interesting. It's kind of one of those rebuild projects by Greg Vanny. He did it with Victor Vasquez when he came over with Toronto FC, albeit a TAM player, not a DP. Uh, but maybe uh, maybe this will work out for Vanny and the Galaxy. Another player with expansion team, Charlotte FC, probably their biggest name, Christian Fuchs. Fuchs, however you say it. Strong player from the Premier League, comes over from Leicester City. Uh, maybe he has some more left in the tank. Now, some younger players that have come over, uh, Alan Velasco coming in to FC Dallas. They're spending some of that money that they they sold uh, Ricardo Pepe over to Augsburg. Maybe uh, maybe they're starting to spend some of that money here. They're bringing in Paul Ariola and they've tied him up with Alan Velasco, a young Under-22 DP uh, that looks to be really, really strong. Another one for New York City. Your reigning MLS Cup champion, New York City FC. They bring in Tiago Martins, a center back, a Brazilian player, as a designated player, really strong player. Uh, Hopefully, he will mesh in well with Chanot and Callens and uh, help that back line out for New York City. Another name, Sergio Cordova. And then, lastly, Carlos Salcedo. From T-Grace. he started his career in the RSL system, moved on to Tigres, Fiorentina, uh, Chivas, U- uh, Chivas USA, excuse me, Chivas Guadalajara. Uh, a very, very strong center back comes in as a designated player for Toronto FC. A lot of talk that he'll be able to be bought down to TAM come July, uh, so that they can pick up another summer DP transfer. Whether that's a number nine, whether that's another midfielder, whether that's another defender, we don't know. But uh, as a wing back, because TFC needs some help with those wing bats. But Carlos Salcedo, very excited to see what he does in MLS. I think he is going to boss that back line there for Toronto. So those are the newcomers there. There are still plenty more on the list that I haven't even touched on. Uh, a great offseason overall in MLS, right? They've sold a lot of young talent moving over to Europe. And then you've got a bunch of big name guys coming into the league that are in their primer just at the end of their prime. Not quite like the retirement days where you see guys coming in at 34, 35, 36 years old, getting that last payday. Uh, So we'll see. It's going to be exciting to see these guys. And then the the summer window is going to be crazy as well i'm sure all right so let's get into some of the predictions for awards first up i want to start it out with my most valuable player prediction last year's prediction oh man bad news bears and this is kind of the fun part right with these predictions we'll come back we'll watch this video in uh, at the end of the season and see how good or how bad these predictions are usually they end up on the bad side So we'll see how it goes here. But uh, my pick for MVP, he had a really strong 2021 season. I'm, I'm thinking he gets over the hump. He finished second in the voting last year to Carlos Hill. Hani Mukhtar of Nashville SC. He came over, expected big things from him. It took him a little bit of time to get acclimated to MLS as a league. And, man, did he ever take off towards the end of last year. I expect big things out of Nashville SC this season. I think Hani Mukhtar will be your 2022 Landon Donovan MLS MVP award winner. Don't let me down, Hani. Don't let me down. Don't be like Joseph Martinez that I picked last year who did not have himself a good season coming back from that knee injury. All right, there's my MVP pick. Let's move to the Defender of the Year pick my defender of the year I've given him a lot of hell over the past few seasons I uh you know I was not really sold on the guy but uh, he has made a huge huge improvement over the past few seasons and that's stability he's been here for a couple years he's comfortable and there's no argument the best central defender in the league from about August September on. From last season, my pick for Defender of the Year for 2022 is Alex Callens of New York City. Uh, I think he's going to match up really well. He's been playing well for Peru when he gets called up to the national team. Uh, I think he's going to pair up. He's, he's really comfortable with uh, Chanel. And we'll see how he does with the new signing, Tiago Martins, as well for New York City. Uh, I expect Alex Callens to be a rock at the back. Uh, If I had to pick a runner up, I think Carlos Salcedo is going to come in and do really, really strong for Toronto FC. But Alex Callens, I think he'll continue on what he was doing last season and take home the Defender of the Year trophy this season in 2022. All right, now, Goalkeeper of the Year. Man, I want to say a repeat of Matt Turner, but I can't because Matt Turner's going to Arsenal. He's signed, it's official. He's moving to Arsenal in July to probably go sit on the bench there at Arsenal, which is kind of disheartening. He's going to be in the same place as Zach Steffen. Uh, But you know what? It is what it is. As far as goalies in MLS, nobody stands out more to me than Andre Blake. Andre Blake is, uh, you know, I've picked him before for goalkeeper of the year. And, That was one of the few picks that I've actually got correct. A couple years ago, I picked him as goalie of the year, and he won. Last year, I picked him again. It was Matt Turner. This year, I can't pick Matt Turner, so I'm going... Andre Blake of the Philadelphia Union and the Jamaican national team. The guy is really, really strong. Uh, Very, very good player. Very good goalkeeper. And I don't see anybody in MLS that can quite touch him. Even though there's lots of good good talent out there. Don't get me wrong. A lot of good players. But none of them can steal a game like Andre Blake can. All right. so that's my pick for goalkeeper of the year. Next up, coach of the year. Last year, go back and see that clip if you want a hell of a laugh. Although maybe there's something to it. He didn't win coach of the year, but he ended up getting a job at Manchester United, which ain't too shabby, but I picked Chris Armis. I thought he was going to come into TFC. I recorded my episode after they had beaten Lyon in the Champions League. I figured, man, this team, he is going to lead this team to big things. And ouch, I was dead wrong. Holy cow. One of the worst coaches in MLS history, Chris Armis. But, hey, he ended up on the bench with Manchester United, even though he's getting called Ted Lasso and things like that, which is pretty accurate because he sucks as a coach, even though I've never watched that Ted Lasso show. Uh, maybe I'll have to. But, uh, you know what? I- I'm-, I'm sticking with Toronto FC here for Coach of the Year. I'm picking Bob Bradley. I can't be dead wrong two years in a row with TFC. So, uh, I'm going with Bob Brad- Bradley as my Coach of the Year. He has come in. He's started a quick Fast, swift rebuild with TFC. And uh, man, that team has some hella turnover, which there's going to be some growing pains in the beginning of the season. But I expect this team to do really big things this year. And I think Bob Bradley is one of the best coaches in MLS right there with Bruce Arena, who won last year, uh, with some other names as well. I like uh, Pineda from Atlanta. I think he's going to have a good season with Atlanta United uh, as well. New York City FC, Ronnie Dyla. Uh, He really motivated that team all the way to an MLS Cup win last season. So I think he's in the running as well. But I'm going Bob Bradley as my pick for Coach of the Year. Now, the last award that we're giving out here on our 2022 MLS season preview is the Golden Boot. My Golden Boot pick, none other than Raul Ruiz Diaz. I can't I can't pick anybody else for Golden Boot. Uh, there's a couple players who are right there in the chase with Rui Diaz last season. Uh, obviously Tati Castellanos, your reigning Golden Boot winner, uh, but Rui Diaz, man, this guy scores and he scores goals like crazy. And it just seems like every game when Seattle is playing, if they don't have a bye week, Raul Rui Diaz is scoring. Has been a huge, huge pick for us as All Star members in my prop bet picks. Every week for Seattle won me a ton of money last year as well as the other All-Star members. So I'm going Raul Ruiz Diaz. I think he gets around 20 goals. He's my pick for Golden Boot winner. Now, speaking of that All-Star membership, guys, check out our memberships down below that little blue join button. All right. So if you're on an Android phone, there's a little blue join button next to the subscribe button. If you're on an iPhone, you'll have to go to your computer and then log in on your computer to your account. Go to Sons of a Pitch Soccer Central, click the Join button on there. Then when you log in back on your phone, all of the perks will be there. Now, those perks are as follows here on the screen. The first team starter, only $1.99 a month, guys. That's it. Two bucks. That is nothing. Be part of the best community in MLS and CONCACAF soccer on YouTube. You're going to get loyalty badges, custom emojis, And your name in the scroll right down below me like you see in this episode and every single live episode that we do. Now, if you want to help support the channel a little bit more, we have the designated player option. You're getting all those perks I talked about on the first team membership. Then you've got the name in the description. So you want your name in the description of every single video that I do. That is the designated player level And 20% off of SOP soccer merchandise. Now, for the sports bettors, like I just talked about, the all-star level, $9.99 a month. That's it. You're going to make $9.99 a month on your first pick of our season. The first week, you're going to make that money back. I guarantee it. You're going to get all those perks I talked about, plus you get an exclusive video with my over-under picks, my prop bet picks as in a player to score, and my three-team parlay for the week. We've updated the uh, the, the all-star graphic there, so it's a little bit different than what you see on the screen. But $9.99 a month, if you're a sports better, you've got to get in on the all-star membership. Just ask any of the other all-stars. They have won tons of money through this, and I want you to join our party as well with BetUS and our all-star membership so that you can make a ton of money as well from those soccer betting. MLS is the easiest league to bet on, period. It is. So get on it. Hit that join button today. All right, let's get into our best 11. All right, so this is my team, my best 11 team. Um, Now, the graphic that I'm going to put up with this team, it's in a 3-4-3, but I see it as more of a 3-3-4 formation. Obviously, MLS, they want to get as many forwards as they can onto the best 11, so they usually put it out in a 3-3-4, sometimes a 3-4-3. It can go either way with my picks. My pick, goalkeeper Andre Blake. He's my pick for goalkeeper of the year. I see him being that guy. Next up, Alex Callens, our defender of the year. Joined by Alistair Johnston, who had moved to Montreal from Nashville, has just skyrocketed from relatively nowhere with Nashville and with now with the Canadian men's national team and the amazing story of what they're doing in World Cup qualifying. Alistair Johnston best 11 with Montreal this season. Then my last defender Carlos Salcedo of Toronto FC, the former T-Grate's man is going to boss that back line for TFC. What an upgrade for TFC in that back line. That was a very weak spot for them, giving up 66 goals last season. Now they've got Mavinga, Salcedo, O'Neill, McNaughton. They have a very strong center back pairing as well as depth. So Salcedo, I think, is going to be in that best 11. Now, my midfield. It's shown here in the graphic with four, uh, but my three hardcore midfielders are Alejandro Pozuelo from Toronto FC. He was disheartened last season. I expect him to regain that MLS MVP form from 2020. And uh, I-, I think Pozuelo is going to have a hell of a season. Joined by my pick for MLS MVP for 2022, Hani Mukhtar and then newcomer Tiago Almada of Atlanta United. A lot of weight on his shoulders being one of the biggest transfer fees, if not the biggest in MLS history. But I expect him to do good things under Pineda with Atlanta United. I think they're going to be a much better team than they were last season. So those are my midfielders, joined by Lorenzo Insigne. He's only going to be here for six months, but this guy is one of the best players in the world. He's coming over to MLS. You look at what Sebastian Javinko did. For Toronto FC, obviously, he had the full season, but look at what he did, and he was a fringe bench player for Juve. Insigne is a starter for Napoli, one of their best players in their history, not to mention a starter for the Italian national team that won the Euros. Insigne will join this list on Best 11. Joined by the forwards, I've got Raul Rui Diaz, my golden boot pick. Tati Castellanos in New York City because, hey, he won the Golden Boot last year. Tati Castellanos is going to be a beast. I hope he doesn't move in the summer, but there is rumblings that he will. And then lastly, Chicho Arango of LAFC. He tore the league apart. LAFC would have been nowhere near the playoff line last season had it not been for Chicho Arango when he came into that team. So I expect Chicho Arango to have a hell of a season for LAFC He's gonna be on that best 11 pick as well. All right, so now we move in to my predictions of the tournaments, the season itself. Starting out with the US Open Cup. It's back. Finally. It's been not being played because of COVID and because of the crazy schedules that MLS has had. It's back. I love this tournament. I love seeing those USL sides making a run. Albeit I still think it's gonna be an MLS side that wins this season. And you know what? My pick for U.S. Open Cup, I'm going with the Portland Timbers. They are heartbroken that they lost MLS Cup last season. They just brought back Sebastian Blanco. The Timbers are still a very good team. I expect them to prioritize this competition. And uh, I say that the Portland Timbers get it done Over, I'm going to say Minnesota United. Another team that always plays well in the U.S. Open Cup. But I'm going with the Timbers. Rocky, that one's for you, brother. Thanks for being around since day friggin' one, man. And uh, Portland Timbers, good luck. I think y'all get the U.S. Open Cup. All right, so next up, the Canadian Championship. An expanded version of the Canadian Championship. The CPL sides have made a few upsets in the past. But again, I don't see a CPL side getting it done in the Can Champ. I see... One of three, Toronto, Montreal, or Vancouver. Vancouver has not improved much at all this offseason. They're looking better now with Ryan Gould, uh and some other players as well, but uh, I don't know if they've got enough to really compete for the Canadian Championship. Montreal, they're not spending any money. They're not bringing in, bringing in any big-time players. So that leaves my pick as Toronto FC I think they want to get back to the CONCACAF Champions League. Bill Manning has said it. Bob Bradley has said it. This team wants to be bigger than just MLS. They want to win the CONCACAF Champions League. That is their goal. They want to play in the Club World Cup. My pick for the Canadian Championship is Toronto FC to beat out Montreal in the final this time. Montreal beat them last year. I've got TFC getting it done this season. All right, so next up playoff teams all right this is what you guys have all been waiting for probably the toughest part of this entire preview for me in the eastern conference i got to pick seven teams to that that will be in the playoffs now for me i kind of broke it down by for sure in for sure out and then your fringe teams for me for sure out charlotte is a mess even their coach says they're screwed D.C. United has not improved. They lost Paul Ariola. They lost a couple other players. I don't see D.C. doing much, even though Hernan Losada did improve that squad last season. FC Cincinnati, you got to prove to me you can get there first before I'm going to pick you for the playoffs. So, Cincy, you're out. Same thing with Montreal, like I just talked about. Not spending any money. They've got some good youth. They've got some good Canadian youth, especially along that back line. But I don't know if that's enough to get into the playoffs in MLS. So for the fringe teams, or for sure in, I've got New York City FC, your reigning MLS Cup champions. They're getting in. New England Revolution as well. Bruce Arena is just too good. They still got Buxa. They still got Bo. They still got Carlos Hill. Looks like they're going to add Josie Altador here in the next few days, which is a great bench piece to bring in in the 75th minute. Although on that turf, dude's probably going to get hurt and be out pretty quick. But I've got the Revs in as well. Uh, Now, the rest of the teams, here is my one through seven up on the graphic. Number one, New York City FC. I think they take that top seed in the East. They have not lost much. They did lose James Sands. But man, they brought back Maxi Morales on a TAM contract. They've got those DP spots open. They bring in a new center back. Very strong team, New York City. They're my number one team in the East. Number two, following them, is New England Revolution. Number three, Atlanta United. I expect a great season from Atlanta United this year, bringing in Tiago Almada. And uh, the second year, the first real full year of Mauricio Pineda as head coach, I like them as the three seed. Number four, Toronto FC. I want to put TFC higher, however, the first six months is going to be interesting. A brand new team, brand new style, brand new leadership under Bob Bradley, and lots of movement. It's going to take time for this team to gel. Can the youngsters keep them in the race until Insigne and other reinforcements arrive? I think they will. I've got Toronto FC in that fourth spot. Number five, the Philadelphia Union. The Union They just don't have a great team. They just don't have any big-name players. They just moved Jamiro Montero to San Jose. Uh, This team just always continues to surprise, though, in MLS regular season play. So I like Philadelphia getting into the playoffs, even though they're one of my fringe teams to get in. Next up in the sixth spot, Inter-Miami. This is a team that has to win, and they have to win now. I don't like the head coach. Phil Neville, I don't think he's a great coach, but bringing in DeAndre Yedlin, bringing in some of the other pieces, Gonzalo Higuain in that 10-roll is going to fit him and his aging legs much better, not making those runs in behind, but feeding the strikers those balls. I like Inter-Miami to get into the playoffs. There's just too much pressure on this team not to make the playoffs. Last team in, for me, it really came down to, uh, you know, New York Red Bulls, as I put in the 7th spot, a possibility of Orlando, possibility of Columbus, possibility of the Chicago Fire. However, I don't see the Fire or Orlando getting it done. Orlando's just lost too much. The Fire, was still a mess. And uh, make sure you listen to our regular podcast episode. John Donovan's going to give you a few minutes of Chicago Fire information on the actual episode, podcast episode, through your favorite podcatcher. And Columbus, they've got the talent, man. Lucas Celereon is there. I just don't see this team getting it done to make the playoffs. So I picked the New York Red Bulls. They brought back Caden Clark, although bad business in MLS. They've got him. He's back. And this team is strong. Carlos Cornell in Goal, they've got some good pieces. I like the Red Bulls. They're my number 7 team into the playoffs. All right, next up, the Western Conference. For me, the Western Conference, my for sure team's in. The Portland Timbers, Seattle Sounders, because, hey, Seattle – Wouldn't be the playoffs without the Seattle Sounders, right? Plus, they've added Albert Rusnak as a designated player. They brought back Rui Diaz. They brought back Joe Paulo. They've got Christian Roldan. This team is stacked. Nico Ladero and more. This team is absolutely stacked. Seattle's in for sure. Portland's in for sure. Nashville, moving from the Eastern Conference to the Western Conference, I think they're in as well. Now, the teams that are for sure out for me, Austin FC, they've lost talent. Austin, it's going to be a rough season for Austin. And uh, pre-court just continues to screw up MLS teams. He's got a great fan base there in Austin. And I don't know how long that's going to last if they're putting out a crappy team. Houston Dynamo, they're starting to spend some more money. But I don't think it's enough. And plus, Paolo Nagamura, first-time head coach in MLS. I don't know how well that'll pan out. Minnesota United, they've lost a lot of pieces. They haven't done a ton of replacing. So for me, Minnesota's out. San Jose Earthquakes, although they've added some decent MLS talent. They're not spending enough money. That is the complaint of Matias Almeida, who is one of the best coaches in MLS. I don't expect him to finish the season with San Jose. I think he's gone, and I think the Quakes are out. Vancouver, again, the interim coach played well, had the team playing well, but I just don't see Vancouver getting into the playoffs with the talent that they have. They haven't brought in enough pieces. So for me, my top seven in the Western Conference, number one, I see number one being the Nashville SC team moving from the East to the West. Nashville was my pick to win MLS Cup last season. This team plays really, really well under Gary Smith. They've got what I think will be the MVP of the league in Hani Mukhtar. Nashville SC is my pick to win the Western Conference. Second, Seattle Sounders. I like the Sounders. This team is damn good. Coached by Brian Schmetzer, Garth Lagerway, the GM. They know what the hell they're doing. They're always in it. I expect them to take the number two spot. Number three, the Portland Timbers. I've got the Timbers to uh, to get that three spot. Now the four spot, LAFC. I'm not a huge, huge guy on Steve Cherundolo. However, LAFC has made some moves. Kellen Acosta coming in, Max Crepeau coming in. They've got a good base of players. They did lose at Tuesta, but they still got Carlos Vela. He's going to have a better season than he did last season. LAFC, I've got them in that fourth spot. Number five, FC Dallas. FC Dallas has finally spent some money bringing in Alan Velasco, bringing in Paul Areola Dallas is going to want to have a great season. I expect them to do well this year and make the playoffs. Number six, a team that I had on the fringe. I was probably going to leave them out, but, uh, you know, I just couldn't not after what they did last season with that run to the Western conference final RSL, um, you know, they don't, they don't go crazy with the talent on the field. Demir Krylak, hell of a player, um, you know, but they're not, they don't have a lot of big names, but they play really well together as a team. And I expect them to build on that run that they had last year. They're going to get in the playoffs again. Number six. Now the last team in for me, my fringe teams, I had Colorado Rapids. I had uh, LA galaxy. I had SKC SKC for me. They're not making it. Vermees doesn't finish out the season there. Uh, unfortunately, I'm sorry there, Zachary Hard, my man. It just doesn't look good for SKC right now. Um, SKC with no Alan Polito for me, not getting it done this year. Uh, I've got uh, the last team in as the LA Galaxy. Greg Vanny, Douglas Costa will hopefully do something for this team. And uh, LA Galaxy was in the playoffs the entire season, except for the last five minutes of last year. I expect the second season under Greg Vanny to go much better, and LA Galaxy will actually get into the playoffs this time. All right, so those are my teams. Those are the teams I've got in from the east, from the west. Now, let's look at my playoff bracket. So, the way that would set up, starting out with the Eastern Conference, you've got, uh, you've got in the first round, obviously, the first round by is New York City. Um, so, that would put New England Revolution against the Red Bulls. I've got the Revs winning that game. Uh, Then you've got Atlanta and Miami. I've got Atlanta United taking out Inter-Miami, probably with no problem. And then the 4-5 matchup, Toronto FC against Philadelphia. I've got TFC winning that game. All right, so then you move into the second round. Toronto FC would match up with New York City with that bye. New York City... The playoff curse is over for them, all right? That's done. That They have put that to bed with their MLS Cup win last season. However, I don't expect them to repeat. I have Toronto FC beating New York City because of that bye, and TFC moves to the Eastern Conference Finals against the winner of the Revs and Atlanta United. For me, I've got Atlanta United beating the Revolution, and uh, it's Toronto, Atlanta in the Eastern Conference Final, and my pick out of the East is is Toronto FC. Bob Bradley, Bill Manning, they have done an unbelievable job of improving this team through the offseason. And, uh, man, they've got some holes right now still with the wingbacks, but they're bringing in some of the young players. Ja- Jaquiel Marshall-Ruddy, they've got a good trial list from Pacific over on the other wing. Luca Petrasso, the homegrown, those are the real tough spots there for TFC, but they've got tons of depth. Um, and, and I expect them to do really well this season, especially – we don't even know what they're going to do in July. Once Insigne comes, they're probably going to have another DP spot open, whether that's Destro, Crescito sounds to be coming in. Uh, there's lots of rumblings there for TFC. I expect them to be the Eastern Conference representative in MLS Cup. Now, moving over to the Western Conference, that gives us the first-round matchups. Nashville gets the bye, obviously. Seattle and LA Galaxy. A great matchup for the ratings, a great matchup for a game. I expect it to be a very good game, but I've got the Sounders taking that one Win over Greg Vanny's Galaxy side. I've got the Sounders moving on in that first round matchup. Next up, Portland and RSL. A rematch of last year's Western Conference final. We saw Portland dominate RSL at home. I expect them to do the same thing in the playoffs this season. And then Dallas and LAFC, Dallas would travel to the Bank of California Stadium. And I got faith in Dallas this year. For some reason, they just stand out to me. I'm going with Dallas over LAFC. That would set up a matchup of Nashville against Dallas in in the 1-5 matchup. And then Seattle and Portland, the Cascadia rivalry. What better than that in the playoffs? For me, in that Cascadia rivalry, I've got the Sounders beating the Timbers. I think the Sounders just have too much talent. Adding Albert Rusnak into the mix, I expect them to be able to beat Portland and move to the Western Conference Final. Now, the other matchup, Nashville and Dallas – this is where Dallas's run comes to an end. I think Nashville's just too good. I expect them to get the victory even though they would have the bye. I've got Nashville getting the victory over Dallas and setting up a final between Nashville and Seattle in Nashville's brand new stadium, which again, guys, make sure you join us on August 6th. We're going to have a big party in Nashville for the Toronto FC-Nashville game and why? Because that is my predicted MLS Cup final matchup. I say Nashville beats Seattle in the Western Conference final, and it's going to be TFC versus Nashville in MLS Cup 2022. So write it down, ladies and gentlemen. That's my pick for MLS Cup final. And hey, what better than a preview of that final in August with SOP, we're going to bring the RV down. We got the big RV. We're going to have a big uh, tailgate, a big-time party. It's a, a central location for everybody. So, uh, hey, if, if, you're, uh, if you're an SOP fan, why not come hang out with SOP and all the other SOP fans that can make it over there. So book that date in the calendars, guys. Start looking at your flights. Hopefully, we'll get it done. All right, so that takes me to the final MLS Cup final itself between Toronto FC and Nashville. Nashville, very good defensively. TFC is a hugely improved side over last season. I expect them to just be top, top notch. I would expect this game to be in Nashville because Toronto, again, with that beginning of the season, um, is going to have a little bit of a tough time. You know, they're just going to be trying to stay in that playoff race until Insigne gets in, until Crescito, Destro, uh, some of the other players they're talking about bringing in, some of the wingbacks, et etc., et cetera. Uh, So for me, in this matchup, though, even though it's in Nashville, I expect Toronto FC to lift MLS Cup. Call me a homer. Call me whatever you want. I'm picking TFC. This team is just too good from top to bottom. Salcedo and Mavinga in the center of defense. You've got Jonathan Osorio. You've got Michael Bradley, can play 20, 30 minutes a game. He can come in, start a game every once in a while, be on the bench. You've got Alejandro Pozuelo, your 2020 MLS MVP. you got Lorenzo Insigne, Io Akinola, U22 uh, initiative player. This team is unbelievable when you start putting everything together. Schaffelberg, much better player. He's way underrated in this league. Uh, And some of the names that they're linked to right now for the summer are crazy. Bob Bradley has them playing well already. I am excited for Toronto FC. They're my MLS Cup champion. And that does it for our season preview for the 2022 MLS season. Make sure you guys hit that like button down below, hit that subscribe button as well. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Make sure you're hanging out with us. We're going to do lots of live stream reactions this season for the MLS games. We're going to be bringing you my weekly recaps on Mondays. I'll release them as, uh, on Monday nights. We're going to have a great season here on SOP Soccer. So hit that subscribe button. This episode of Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast, brought to you by Nice Premium Iceland Pure Spring Water. Also by Donovan Food Brokerage, a sales and marketing firm focused on food service sales in the Midwest. And lastly, by Skira, Icelandic spring water available at your local 7-Eleven. And now it's time for our weekly Chicago Fire update brought to you by John Donovan. Take it away, John.
1: John Donovan here. Love covering the uh, MLS and the Chicago Fire. Uh, the season's getting close, Mike. I thought I'd drop you a quick note just to make sure that I, uh, the Fire gets remembered. They played this week uh, another loss against the Toronto FC squad. Um, the Chicago Fire, in their first two games, preseason games, they have not scored a goal. So um, Shakira, I certainly hope he comes in ready to play. Just a little bit of thought um, on the team and on Shakira and and uh, what's happening with the squad. You know, I I tried to do a play position by position this year from last year. And quite honestly, Mike, I think the team's a little bit weaker this coming year. I know we've got a new center forward, but we had a fairly good center forward the year or last year, especially when we had um, Mahalovic playing at center mid. But, uh, um, you know, I just don't see where we're going to be any much better this year, unless we can get some wing play. There's talk that they're out to look at or they're looking at a guy named Jaro Torres from Atlant- Atlas in Mexico. Now maybe I have seen some pictures or some YouTubes of him playing. He's a young wing, um, scored a few goals for Atlas, probably would stretch the field. You know, the fire are most of their defense is solid. I would say Navarro from Venezuela on the left side is weak. Um he's a short guy and he gets overpowered by bigger um, offensive uh, wings. Um, you know, the midfield with he- Jimenez and Navarro should be decent. It's not spectacular. Uh, Hendrickson seems to want to start Tehran in the middle. I, boy, I tell you, I think that young man is a red card ready to happen. I would put, um, with Cheznos, I would put Pineda. You just can't have that center midfield or center fullback spot as a liability. Turan's got a lot of uh, talent. He's hurt a lot, um, but we'll just have to see. You know, the team, uh, it's not too deep. If they don't get some uh, um, some good play out of some of their homegrown players, it's going to be a long season, Mike. But I'm glad the season's getting going. Um, you know, I have a few questions we'll go over maybe next week. I'm not sure whether you're going to be doing a, a show this week, but uh, I just wanted to get something in. Take care,
0: Mike. Thanks for that Chicago Fire update, John. We'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you guys real soon. Good luck to your team in this 2022 MLS season. Thanks for all the support. Have a good one.